welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. And those of you who are seeking channeled guidance from a 5D perspective, mystic, enlightenment, functional adult, so an individual who has a securely attached inner body and outer body, meaning I'm emotionally mature, lovely integrated brain, integration of the brain, and so being in a flow state, it's uh, very straightforward for those of you who don't know, I'm not going to explain it necessarily, but I like people to understand every human being has an embodied brain and can enter into a flow state, move into trusting their own intuition, and that's though because of working with what emotions arise from your emotional body, which is that embodied brain and nervous system working as you interact with each other. So let me share, if you believe in devils, evils, demons, you want a 4D mystic, not a 5D one, and you want to also consider just the ancient religious institutions so that you can stay at least somehow safely guarded with uh, groundedness. Because the 4D mystics, I mean, I love my 4D mystics, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't have any or half of any information if there were not mystics that lived on the uh, esotericism metaphysics story so that they got, again, every part of consciousness, every part of us is, is supportive to support us. However, they don't experience life with the ability to cherish their human beingness. So on that note, 4D, for those of you who believe in devils, demons, and want to stay what I'm going to call teenagers, the adaptive child, emotionally immature human beings are actually low self-esteem people. In fact, they need to feel superior or inferior. No, they don't need to, they just do. They feel superior and fear because they don't have healthy self-worth because they did not learn how to safely self-regulate. And that is not because of making accusations on any human being's family. No, it's just either you learned to self-regulate and then as a teenager chose to be basically a person who would grow up with stereotypes and stigmas and that's what I see most people or you have dysregulation because in the home it was not something that you were able to safely self-regulate so you didn't safely co-regulate because see as mammals we learn to use our nervous system based on our household if you're in a household that has yelling alcoholic parents a person's nervous system is interacting. So if I'm an alcoholic and I go into being drunk, I'm going to have mood swings. I'm going to be in my sympathetic. There's many ways I can explain this. And I am starting this way because our reading is about family. And it's about a person and people being able to have choice points. And since we're on the holidays, there are things that have been shared in this channel guidance that you're going to get to be aware of because you're a person who's choosing to grow up emotionally. So those of you tuning in here, if you're 5D mystic, it means, or 5D functional adult, you want to have consciousness, so conscious awareness of yourself. This means I know I'm a person, I know my age, but I also know that I can have what is called charge states and trauma memory and trauma and that would be emotional stuff that comes up in an immature and reactive way. So let's have compassion, first of all, for ourselves and understand it's an embodied brain with a nervous system. So your brain has a left and right mode, and your nervous system functions with three modality, three responses. And I don't want to make it psych education. I'm just trying to get people to understand 
where we're beginning and why we're talking about family and how we're talking about it. So learning how to self-regulate, very beautiful for those who want to be securely attached within their own human being body and to be able to use that brain. So any type of shame cycle involves an inner critic, outer critic, and then compulsive activities, drugs, alcohol, sex, food, procrastination, uh, rumination. There's so many different ways. Okay, so you will notice that you then isolate and you just do it all over again. And now that we have had about four minutes for people to get it, there's no evil demons, none of that. However, there are our own intuitive guidances. But if you are not a whole three-year-old heart, you are going to be not the person who wants to take ownership of your emotional body regulation skills. Okay, so if instead you're like, yep, I want to be able to feel deeply, I do unconsciously love who I am and other people, and I am a Zen master of myself, and I am a person who can lead in a 5D way as a functional adult in my relationships, because I want to, please keep tuning in. Okay, so the holidays are going to be bringing you all, the self-aware person, an opportunity to kind of have confirmation of something you were and you began to have a hunch on in this past year, one way, shape, or form, or the past years. Somehow, because one, we have good trauma experts online, but also you will have encountered a variety of people, of which people who are Zen masters, so person who's securely attached to their own journey in life as an integrated brain, what I can share a whole three-year-old heart is, I know how to be my own safe haven, secure base. Always have, since I was a kid, because I got to safely co-regulate in my household, it might be because I have an identical twin, so I had plenty of skin-to-skin contact, which is needed for our ventral vagal nervous system to engage. Might be because of my alleles and being a highly sensitive, whatever it's called, person, so I can feel deeply without having it be overwhelming. So I have more resiliency when I feel deep emotions versus somebody who has a different structure. And so my physical body might be four foot nine, but it can handle when emotions arise and my brain stays grounded. So my left mode doesn't go offline. My right mode doesn't take over. I just get to keep on having what is an inner growth mindset, which that's why we talk about it too. So being able to sit in equanimity and neutrality is equanimity. That's the land of truth, but it's not a truth land. It's a land of, I don't lead with my emotional immature charges. I lead with nothingness in the moment calm myself down, let my brain recalibrate to being at ease and evaluate likes, dislikes, evaluate what's happening. So my implicit memory, my implicit biases, my karma, there's many different ways people talk about it, but your emotion, no three-year-old and one-year-old don't rule you. you. You don't get ruled by your charged child parts. That's why I don't have trauma in my book, but I do have charges like anybody else and I process them organically as I grew up. Okay, so you have had a hunch or more about certain things thanks to there being updated good trauma information out there, good therapists, and you've also been able to see the 4D mystics versus the 5D mystics, good therapists versus bad therapists, and have a very clear idea thanks to the updated educational material and availability thanks to internet that your hunch is like, hmm, I think I might have learned how to be in a dysregulated nervous system that seeks hypervigilance all the time and actually is always in like a hypersexual mode between alcohol, drugs maybe, and even, you know, fucking people, whatever it is. You, you've noticed, I got a pattern here. I don't like this pattern. 
it's not helping me to be where I want to be. And, and so you are out of the, I should be ashamed of myself and into the, I'm educated about this shame shit. And I'm educated about my own not wanting to be here in this misaligned spot because it doesn't match what I can be. And the hunch is, mm, wait, I might have what is called and not very, very healthy self-worth group of people and household and I'm going to use neutral words because if you're a person who is still healing and you need to have someone take your side, okay, Patrick Tiahan, look him up. He's a childhood trauma survivor, healed and healing is what I like to say. He is also a therapist and he has a community and he shares wisdom. So even though he has, what's the word, sometimes used words that I will notice are coming from a space of still continuous continuous i'm aware that i was not given a childhood centric environment this pisses me off quote unquote he's not pissed he, he he shares it like a wise adult he understands the bittersweet awareness of how many years i spent in unhealthy relationships in a toxic there's just you're going to be pissed your life was spent in misery for no other reason except for people who bore you basically didn't get their own trauma healing done it's only normal for a teenager that once you're a wise teenager to be like, what the fuck? And to have some of that frustration. And the wise teenager with some frustration, though, is able to say, okay, I'm not going to project it. I know I'm, of course, upset. I have a right to be upset. I'm going to sit in it. I'm going to share. I'm going to talk about it. Being able to maintain this tone, this amazing area is called equanimity. So I know why I'm pissed. And I have a right to be pissed, but I also know I'm not going to project. I don't want to keep on bringing in poison in my body because that's what you're doing when you're in the ah, anger. Okay, so that's a smart teenager who's becoming fully in time their own adult and will close completely. However, because they also have a role of supporting people, there's always a way for them to embody and share that experience as they processed growing up with a different area or array of emotions so for me for example not having childhood trauma my array of emotions is different so if I look at oh I have a household that isn't always you know speaking to me in a way I don't have as big of a situation with it because I didn't have a shame defectiveness feeling I didn't have a three-year-old that was brokenhearted I had and I still do my whole differentiated self three-year-old hey mom don't spank me it's my body you can't and then making my suitcase to leave now this sounds like a silly story but it's not it's my nervous system my mouth my brain speaking to a human being who's bigger than I am who's my only way to get food <laughs> and I'm saying you can't do something called this little punishment and then now that you did because again you didn't hear me I'm gonna take my right to be myself and make my suitcase and obviously not leave but that shows differentiation in self. And I got the words from, thank you, Daniel Siegel. So I can use this story as an example of what it means. Because differentiation of the self is, I, Maria, have thoughts and feelings. You use your name. You and I might not agree on that. We don't need to insult each other because of it. Defectiveness, shame, superiority, inferiority. There's a whole different turnaround. I did everything for you, you little ungrateful piece of shit. 
How dare you come speak to me like that? Let me slap you a little bit around and let me call that me teaching you how to be a civil person versus knowing that and I'm not. I'm actually scaring the bejesus out of you. I'm also doing other things that are unnecessary. But really what it is is you got treated that way. So you're reacting in a way that you were treated and it's all unresolved trauma, transgenerational trauma, cultural trauma. Okay, so the people who adhere to the new updated trauma experts will know, okay, I'm not going to insult a human being. Because we don't go around insulting people, those of us who are functional adults in our relationships. We don't say, you have a horrible family over there. <laughs> that, that, that just is going to get you punched in the face immediately, which is fair and square. But we also don't take the, you, how dare you do that? You should know that your family did the best they could when somebody's talking about their childhood trauma. The middle ground is, I hear you, I understand, in all cases, and that's it. Now, for people who are bitching about it in a way of projection and in a way of venom, meaning that they come out of, okay, I'm going to talk about it as an energetic, if somebody comes to me and is blaming their life on another person, independently from what's gone down, I'm not going to take a side because you're using an energy and you're doing what is a shame cycle by the way so it's shame blame fault and revenge your energy is in a charge state it's your adaptive child which is coming forth you have not healed your trauma yet so you are actually projecting and utilizing your heartbreak and your trust break in a moment of conversation which is like venting you're not using the moment to expand so i personally don't want to sit in that room I can and I will, but I won't take a side because you are giving me a charge with your words, which means you're hurt. So you're really just wanting a floor to cry on, which is fair and square, and that's why we just listen so that you can get it out of your system. However, if you do nothing with that and you just keep shaming, blaming, faulting, and revenging the world, there's your teenagers and there are those sides. The people who have the silverbacks are saying, yep, we're going to go and label all these people and da 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 you know in a specific way and therefore lo and behold you got individuals who who do stuff like that so this is not for the reading of course this is something very different that we are doing and i'm trying to give you an example so that you can understand how to work through emotions that come up so Essentially, a functional adult and a person who is in their wisdom begins to learn how to use their words and how to talk about like Terry Real presents to us. His story, but he teaches therapy. In fact, I have one of his courses, which is going to be awesome to take. I have a bunch of courses. <laughs> Some have priorities and uh, also my lovely community. So back to us, as I was saying, and Terry, you present this emotion the feeling and then what you consider how functional adults relationally that's why your relationships are always going eventually if you are a person who's throwing the shit around shame blame fault and revenge okay if instead you're handling it you're like okay i know my story and i know my feelings and emotions and the data is really there's a subjective world experience but let me focus on me right now and on what I am feeling and my behavior am I the person I want to be am I the whole three-year-old heart I want to be and you will notice if you are, because if you are, you're open-hearted and spontaneous, and you just enjoy your relationships. You don't think of people as lying, not lying. You don't give a shit if they do. You don't give a shit about envy or jealousy. This is what it's called. Thank you again, Terrell. Healthy self-worth, not superior or inferior. I've always just called it, I unconditionally love me with flaws and imperfections, and if you don't like me, fuck you. No, I don't care. 
fuck you as a teenager as a grown-up uh you don't offend me because you think i'm woo woo or pseudoscience lady no no i actually know exactly who i am so i'm okay with any of the words that you can use as a teenager i was sensitive or that is what i was told personally i didn't feel that way i felt that i had a right to be upset but here you go i learned how to not be sensitive and then i got defined as emotionless and today i get defined as emotionless or a person who has too much no what is it you're hiding yes yes the the hiding part that one really gets me i hide my suffering people don't believe in humanity's happiness this is amazing so either you have no emotions for being equanimous and that means enlightenment so age you by the way or you're hiding some major hurt somewhere because it's not possible for you to be a oh my gosh i'm so it's so funny Okay, it's not possible apparently for some people to think of human beings as healed emotionally because that's the whole point of what emotional immature people, meaning those who don't know how to get their three-year-old back on board because obviously it's offline. Mine's never been offline, just FYI. Differentiate itself at three again. So as I move forward, like I said, my story, human love, and those who come out of human suffering and into the human love, they'll be like, yeah, okay, I like it over here. Because now that I feel like a grown-up with my emotions, I can handle all of this and have fun and tease and be equanimous and know when to shut up because we got a party pooper in the room. So anytime there's a negative person, what does Albert Einstein let us know? They will find a problem for every solution. That's why we're like, ah, oh, you're not an energy vampire. No, no, you're not even toxic to me. Oh, no, you know that word narcissist? I feel bad for them. So I feel bad for them. If they're not in good therapy, if they're in good therapy, then I'm happy for them because they're going to come on over and join us in the whole three-year-old heart gang and we're not an actual gang because we don't do shit like that we we like to protect the future okay so i'm done with that let me finish up our lovely reading for you and i was gonna share it on the 24th but i might do an extended version of it just fyi but for now i'm in a crunching of time as 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 the holidays approach let me give you the lovely again continuation of our messages The power of community is being able to be supported by people that allow you to become all that you can be as a human. They see you for who you are. They see your vulnerability as part of the human experience. In fact, they nurture your ability to understand vulnerability as an actual window of welcome. Okay, so I'm going to share a story. I shared it at some point, I believe, the 31st perhaps, but um, I don't remember because, yes, I scheduled content. So you're all good until the 31st, but I do like to try and get some more for you. So the story is I got to do some exercises with an osteopath because my back is giving me some situations. And... It's basically breathing, which I just started laughing my ass off because I really don't like to have to sit down and breathe. You all know this, my regular listeners. I don't do the let me (laughs) use my time breathing, although I do know it's a very big part of somatics. It's a very big part of people who do somatics therapy, and that's because I met a bunch of them who wanted to do arts and crafts while we were in our awakening embodied certificate course and i was so happy we weren't doing arts and crafts because my brain wouldn't have intellectually learned anything and i don't want to play with dough i want to play with information okay so my brain (laughs) i want to learn shit i don't want to play with shit okay so again let me specify every one of us if you know yourself you know that balance is key which is why again there's no need for me to keep sharing some stuff but 
breathing on the floor and laying down and basically sitting still just makes me feel like I'm wasting time. But I know it's important for my body. So I'm breathing and, you know, doing this, this exercise that is supposed to help me. And it does actually, FYI, oh my gosh, I, I can't even begin to laugh always when I do something with an osteopath, a good one, because the uh, working of the core of your back is very different right here. When you work the inner world of you, you get results. When you work the outer world of you, you're not at the core. Your core, and here's why having compassion. So please have compassion for yourself and other people. If you came from a heartbroken three-year-old, I don't know that journey. And I have compassion because I've understood just how apparently tough it is to someone to love their self. I don't know toughness with loving myself. I don't know it. And that's from a child who did get yelled at just like anybody else. But I was more like, what the fuck? You told me to be myself. Why are you yelling at me? This doesn't make sense. You're confusing me. <laughs> you just gave me two contradictorial pieces of information. I just made that word up. And now I'm going to sit here in silence and contemplate. I'm not doing what you told me to do, though, because you, you contradicted. I like being myself. I want to be Maria. I don't want to be you. I'm not you. So long story short, though, I didn't fill in with any story. <laughs> I just sat there probably again and again and again, <laughs> confused in the absence of losing my balance. But that's also because I was held with equanimity. And so I was spoken to in a way of equanimity, okay? This is very important to note. I was, yes, sometimes yelled at in certain ways of, ah, you make me all pissed off, like parents can do. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Come here. Let me hug you. <laughs> so for me, this wasn't confusing, because I had, though, and have still a mother who was in a nervous system that was present, aware, and attuning in a very specific way to the children. Because some parents have a good way of seeing the perspective of a child. So it's very important to be able and feel the felt sense of self of a child and their perspective. And not everybody can do that once they grow up. They forget. Like Peter Pan, right? They forget. If, when, when he goes back to the lost boys, you forgot who you are, Peter. You for, Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> this is so, you can always connect something to your topics, but people forget their three-year-old. So this osteopath, beautiful man, beautiful friend in my book, we'll, we'll find out he's, he's rightly so a little bit like, I don't know about friendship because he's met a bunch of different people. The 4D mystics really throw people off because they, they go overboard no, they're, they don't, well, they're teenagers who are lost. That's, another, that's for a whole other time. Okay, so uh, the osteopath mentions we all have a three-year-old. So he's aware of the three-year-old like any other person who has regained an awareness of self and has a basic foundation of our emotional body and our parenting style people being something that affects our day-to-day -day consistently until you're obviously a person who can be aware of it and work through it, okay? So the power of community and those who gather around you is very important for your solar plexus and your heart. That's the heart and gut. Your confidence and your unconditional love towards yourself. So repairing the body, mind, and I don't want to use the word spirit because it's not a spirit. I'm just going to use body, mind, heart. I like heart. And that's gut, heart, cerebral brain, okay? So I choose that in an effort to support all people. Remember, though, new age, 
spirituality, all of that. It's not bullshit and it's not the devil and it's not demon. Yoga is not devil or demonic. Nothing is devil or demonic. The people who are closing these words, they have the wrath of God. Who knows what they trust? I'm just saying. If you are a person who wants to check, I will in 24 minutes in, okay? So, back to us. Choosing to be your own leader and making a pact with yourself to be your higher self and to move out of stagnation, to move out of what you've always known in your mind to be true, but that you can tell, nah. So by being able to be guided through your heart, a heart that is whole, you notice when you're sad, it's a lack of connection. You notice when you're undecided, indecisive because of past that's holding you in a way of thinking that is no longer bringing you to your long-term what you want to build. Okay, so you've identified my seven of cups, which means I have all these different options, poison, not poison, right here. It's affected by my human elements, everything that I was raised with, my family, my environment, so emotionally, mentally, and physically. I lead with certain concepts. They are limited, though, if I'm using what I was taught because it doesn't, one, feel expansive or expressive of me. I want to trust my intuition. What does my intuition say? My if you know that your relationships are simply the opportunity for you to move into your dharma and out of your karma one, but you always build karma too, but you don't really build it. And I know this one's going to get a little iffy, but karma are actions. So if you look at it from the place of you always taking actions, you will say every day you put in some karma, but you do dharma when you're allowing yourself to navigate the flow state of equanimity. So you don't get into things have to go the way I want them to go. And if they don't, then I made a mistake. So it's coming to, I trust my intuition independently from my past, from my family, from everyone who's told me ever anything, but also from myself when things don't go the way I want them to go. However, I want to take note as a grown-up emotionally, when things don't go, do I have self-trust? Do I have healthy self-worth? Do I know how to handle myself to keep moving towards the investment that I, human being here, with my child self want to make? That's all it is. Perseverance is you standing in your core with yourself and saying, yes, my seven of pentacles, I'm contemplating it, and here's what I know is working, here's what's not working. It's a baby step. It's because every day is a process. Now, the stability can only come once you've chosen that you are your own hierophant. Your own hierophant, you're your own, uh, the, the, what is it called? Intuitive lady, okay? The two, number two. And you are out of this idea of the seven of cups with the illusions. You, you understand health means I eat right, I drink right, I don't do compulsive shit. If I have dysfunction, dysregulation, self-soothing mechanisms, I'm going to get out of it. However it is, and go to therapy, go to 12-step pro, whatever it is, you do shit to get into your health because it's a smart thing to do. No extremes, people. Any extremist is not a wise person. And that's because they're not in the middle of knowing every day and every year and all the time we're always recalibrating. Why? Because that's just how it works, people. Unknown is part of it. This is the equation. So, number one, you're going to have confirmation of whatever hunch you have yourself, all this stuff. It's not self-doubt anymore. It's more of, I'm aware that I have shit going on inside of me, around of me, and I'm done with it, period. <laughs> My family, I love you, all of it, but...
And I'm speaking to people who are able to handle with compassion their families. No matter what the background is, you will have, I feel it very strongly, the ability to want to maintain your relationships, not to have to cancel them because you've come a long ways to where you were. So you don't need to be away from them in the sense of if I'm around them, they cause me to go backwards. That's teenage talk. That's a person who's still recovering. They need bystanders to come, lift them up, give them a push, keep them going. They need cheerleaders. That's what the 4D is doing. They give people cheerleaders. If they're the right ones, it's great. If they're not, well, you know, they end up doing the 360 turnaround and being hypocrites like those two lovely ladies who both, to me, didn't even notice that they went from one end to another end because you didn't see there's no magic wand to how you fucking feel in your body and you don't know shit about yoga or about any of the lovely mystic arts in the way of love you know of it as it should have done something different or maybe what it is is you got a nightmare more going on and the devil came into your dreams Hmm. which tells me you got a big trauma memory not a small one you got fragmentation why ain't you in the therapist seat and a good one oh that's right there's bad ones out there for all i know you're going to one who's saying oh you did good you did good your shame cycle oh it's really great you should blame all those people. They're the evil. They're the demons. Oh, they, they are to blame here. The narcissistic pseudo-spiritual people. There you are. That's right. You are right. That one over there. They're a narcissist. And they're spiritual. They're just using it to manipulate you. Here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Okay, so here's what the deal is. When people do shit like this, the only people who fall for shit like this are the same people who aren't seeing shit. Okay, and on that note, I'm going to close on out because what pisses me off more than anything is they all, the little circle of this is all people who have low self-esteem and they're all in the same energy and they all have no idea that there is none of what they're speaking about, but they need to live pseudo-liveness because they're not getting a handle on their zero one-year-old or their three-year-old or their own household and they want to bring it into town which is where when they meet a 5D mystic, they ain't bringing that shit to town. No, no, the minute that they start, the more venomous you come at me with, the more I'm going to be pointing out to you just how, wow, you have really no humanity. And it's not by words, people. No, no, it's very easy when you get a group of non-disciples who decide to become assholes about something. And it's not because they're assholes. No, again, any one of us can be an asshole. I can too, but I don't have a heartbroken Actually, I could be a worse asshole because, see, the difference is I don't have a broken heart. I'm consciously aware of what my, mer- what my, my words mean, which is why as a teenager I consciously chose I would never in a million years do something that would be hurtful because it's not nice. And that's what a grown-up in a body, meaning a person has a whole three-year-old heart, will do. So my teenage story, remember that the best friend that, basically threw a woman under the bus, meaning a girl, a girlfriend of ours, she blamed her, she, she, she took the opportunity of a situation in not the right way, no, she had kissed my boyfriend, I was having a tarot reading, they told me that the person who my boyfriend had kissed was somebody close, like really, 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 really close, and my friend's right next to me, and she's getting her cards read, and she's actually being told the boy that you are with he has a girlfriend he's going to go back to the girlfriend because he loves the girlfriend he doesn't love you (laughs) and I was like who are you dating you didn't tell me about this shit so I turned to her because we talked about everything and I'm like lost and she made up who she kissed 
And it was a guy who kisses everybody in the town, except for, no, I was not interested in this guy. In fact, he's an asshole, meaning one of those narcissists. <laughs> I shouldn't use that word. So he is a teenage asshole. But long story short, he basically, yeah, the girls would want to kiss him because he had money. Yeah, that's all. That's really, he was not cute. He was not nice. He had money, though, and he had status. And apparently that mattered to these teenagers who are town folk, in fact. I might add that. I shouldn't, but I will because city people, definitely there's uh, stuff going on there. But town, apparently they think money makes you, it, it kind of makes me think of kings and peasants. And I'm like, are we in the medieval times? I, I thought we were out of that, isn't it? You know, so in 1996, I'm not thinking you, you have money. I don't give a shit what you are. You're nasty to me because you don't know how to treat girls. That was like, he was an asshole. He was an asshole. And actually, here's the thing. His entire family was the asshole of the, and I shouldn't say that again. So right here, that's all teenagerish. But the family owned one of the beaches in the town and they would make the locals pay hefty money. They didn't have money. It was their only public beach. The guy took it over and this family made money off of it. And so the locals were all very upset at this human being. <laughs> and then the son, though, would have all these girls... And I remember he would sit in the piazza with his little bicycle. No, it was a motorcycle. I loved motorcycles. I still do. But yeah, I wasn't going to get on one with him. Because again, he, he was, when you meet people who think that they actually are superior, a person who's actually superior will be like, yeah, I ain't coming that way because you don't uh, do what's right. You look down upon people, which means you have a lot of low self-esteem and you don't know how to treat a lady for sure or a man for that matter or yourself. And today, what I can say is unresolved trauma, the entire household, for sure. I have no doubt about it that the person called his father gave him a really good example of how to lead, right? Mm-hmm, sure, sure he did. Okay, so on that note, let's get back to the stories. And one, my best friend threw one of our other friends under the bus meeting. Oh, yeah, it must be her versus telling the truth. She could have taken the opportunity once the tarot reading was done, even if she didn't want to say it in front of the person, because maybe she would have been embarrassed. She could have, once she was done playing her little trick of, oh, the front, she could have said, hey, Maria, I want to talk to you. I know that I said that this is what's happening. Uh, I'm kissing this dude and or I'm dating this dude. And then that the friend of ours is the girl that's kissing your dude. But no, here's the truth. I kissed your dude. And I'm sorry. That's it. That, that's all that that's all that could have happened. No, it was drawn out. <laughs> I don't even remember how many months. And I and my boyfriend had broken up. And then he and I had gotten back together again. And it had been three days. This is by the time of our fourth year. We're going on four years or three years. I forget. And I'm like, dude, OK, I, I know it was her. <laughs> just tell me the truth I had to actually insist on being told the truth and then I was pissed and that's when I said okay I can't go to her right now I need to wait seven days I think is my day I, I knew the amount of time it took me to get steam out of my system so that I would be able and be a person and not somebody who was upset that's what a whole three-year-old heart does let me calm myself before I go and make something that I don't need to do because nothing happened essentially my boyfriend did what he usually does and my girlfriend I don't know why the fuck she didn't know how to tell me the truth but she threw somebody underneath the bus and that's not nice that's not nice at all that you blame I, you had me talking about a person like shit and it was all untrue and, and that's just like you know so now I'm basically culpable of having 
unspoken illness, if you will, and it wasn't that bad, but still, all of these basically things that teenagers, seriously, grown-ups are still teenagers. <laughs> As a grown-up, all of this, I don't do any of it, people. Okay, so it's very, very much um, adaptive children in a sympathetic mode that do this power of needing to be right, a power control. Long story short, my friend was just afraid of telling me the truth. That's it. And that's a very mm, not lame excuse because every person that I've ever met who doesn't know how to tell me the truth has always been one thing. It's called afraid. And that's equal to a heartbroken three-year-old with shame, period. Whether they come from big trauma, small trauma, they made a conscious choice. The opportunity to speak the truth was given to them. Always is. We always are given the opportunity to speak a truth. And it's only if you can take accountability and ownership of whatever it is that you bring forth, your karma, your actions, and then transform it into dharma. So I personally didn't judge my friend. In fact, what I said is, you know me. You know that I love unconditionally. I don't understand why you didn't know how to tell me the truth. <laughs> why didn't you come to me? Why did you throw someone else under the bus that was very unkind of you and not necessary? And you had, why? I don't know, I think is what she said. And I was scared or I don't even remember. All I know, what I got from that is people don't know how to handle confidence. They're all afraid. They're all afraid. And I grew up and here I am, 43. They all are still afraid. The therapist confirmed it. So long story short, you, I don't know, those of you who I'm reading for, essentially, I'm not sure how grown up you are when it comes to taking accountability. I feel that a small percentage of you are able to handle yourselves with integrity in this way of being able to be clear out of your teenager, okay? Because the teenager is an asshole. I'm an asshole if I'm my teenager. I'm not my teenager. I chose not to be one because, again, though, my whole three-year-old heart is always what's there. It's, I'm not going to be a mean person. Why would I be a mean person? I don't need to be mean. I don't need to do what low self-esteem people do. I'm not a low self-esteem. I know my worth. I know their worth. I'm a person, their person. So there's no actual seven of cups with the uh, shiny, shiny for some of us. We always trust our intuition because our intuition says we're all humans. And we all come from somewhere. And our community is powerful when it stands together. Or you only hurt the ones you love, like the Elvis Presley song. And here's what a three-year-old whole heart will say about that one. Well, I guess I can learn how to be a best version of myself with other people. Because, you know, there's plenty of people that won't care about hurting my feelings. So I get to learn from people that love me because they love me. They, they, they only have an opinion. That's all they're trying to share with me what they think is best for me. That's all they're doing. So I, I care that my family and loved ones care about me. Little do we know, right, that some people, they, they actually actively have other stuff going on when they think of us. FYI, even if we have a hunch that it's true, a whole three-year-old heart knows how to say, wow, I pity that. And in time, you learn how to completely discard when that energy comes near you because there's no reason to waste any 24-hour time in what is another human being's dysregulated nervous system energy. They have the broken-hearted three-year-old. They have a zero-one-year-old who's freaking out. They got a teenager who's an asshole. And all of that can be healed with a good therapist. So at the end of the day, nope, no devil, no demon, no uh, energy vampire, no narcissist. No, we don't use words like that. We use, wow... Some people, they don't know how to be healed. They don't know how to get out of that shitty, shitty human suffering trauma shit. 
it's very sad that they don't take the opportunity to build their relationships and to move out of karma and into dharma. Some of them even name their children dharma and they don't do dharma. Not one bit. They have spiritual bypass and uh, pseudo-spirituality. Really, it's, it's, you know, people use words. <laughs> oh, people who want to trend use words like that. People who want to help people explain, I'm pseudoscience lady because I'm not an empirical data researcher who's focused only on one topic. And therefore, I'm pseudoscience because of bringing into the mix a lot of different piece of information, but also because I'm not behind an academic board. I don't have a regulational system, okay? People who have regulation, all of that, there, there's a whole way, again, that we can evaluate uh, what is something that has people validating the standards. It's not more true or less true. It's just different, and it's organized. It's important for organizations to be there because it's giving us a set of data. The conspiracy theorist people, they can keep doing their conspiracies. Smart people, they evaluate data, they evaluate where it comes from, they evaluate all and they leave it alone. And that's it, because really the truth is we need air, water, and food to live. Okay, so other than that, we also want our politicians and the world to get along. It's very grounded in reality, what we need and what we want to do. Emotionally speaking, instead, this is the area that has so much wiggle room. So along these holidays, you're going to prove to yourself, quote unquote, you're going to show yourself, not prove. You're going to reveal to yourself there stuff that you have hunches on you might prove something i don't know if there's something for you to prove but remember that proof is only for those who are teenagers and that would mean to me if you need proof that you have a bittersweet energy and it's something that you're a bit holding against yourself holding against the family that that heartbreak gut wrench that's fair and square it's recognizing i made some decisions that don't align with me and I feel upset about it, like with my best friend. The only difference is, personally, I didn't have to prove that I was right. With my friend, I knew I was right. And I went, though, when I was calm enough to speak about it. Because I didn't want to be, I didn't need to be. The point about the functional adult is that the emotionally speaking mature person, doesn't matter how old you are, is in a nervous system that's from their ventral vagal. I'm ready to engage with another human being. I'm ready to hear their subjective experience because I'm calm enough to do it. I don't have a hot spot. I don't have a hot button. And so again, I'm a whole three-year-old heart, always have been, always will be. I'm not reactive. I respond. If I am reactive, I apologize because I know I was. And that means I was not in my best self because I was in a sympathetic and when my three-year-old comes up with my lovely mother and my twin I never say you're not right no you're always right but <laughs> I, am, I am who I am so I'm going to keep on working on it that's it unconditionally loving oneself with flaws and imperfections means knowing when to say you're sorry for real because you know yeah I reacted other than that really it's just because sometimes you have people that need to hear that you're sorry so that they can go off and be teenagers elsewhere that's what it is and so yeah we don't we don't handle people who project in any different way than we handle people in general and on that note if you learn to be equanimous the more you move into it the easier it gets and when you are able to just know how you want to behave you're going to choose i don't want to be reactive why would i be reactive equanimity is nice it feels good Furthermore, we all are imperfect. We all make mistakes. And in my case, even with my friend, I, I mean, 
I'm not perfect in any way, shape, or form. For all I know, there are things that she was pissed about from me. Okay, so we just have the difference of awareness. And that's why community. It's important. It's only powerful, of course, if it uplifts you. But it's still powerful if you uplift yourself. And if you move out of the, I have to do things the way I was taught and into, no, I don't actually have to do shit in any way I was taught because really it's a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) What I want to work on is how I'm handling my inner world. Do I trust my intuition? Do I pick people that are loving towards me? Do I, okay, so equanimity, your relationships, your long-term investments, all things that bring you the seven cups that you want and you discern, of course, you don't allow anything that is poison if you had a cup you would want to know if it's poisonous i'm not going to drink it i can look at you observe you learn about you so that i don't have to drink it the reality is we don't live life like that when you're angry you're poisoning your body and if you're not learning to self-regulate your nervous system it's because you're not trying to you're choosing to be the teenager you can choose to do that that's what the movies are for they continue to allow people to choose another plane it's not necessarily going to go anywhere when so here, the, the person, there's a person that I was thinking about when they were going through some shit where they clearly had fault, their counselors all said, you're doing a great job. And basically, the person's locked in an armored of shame. That's it. So I don't know if these people are blind. I don't know if they are just able to walk their way through. And I'm not 100% sure, so I'm going to leave that alone and then close out the osteopath story that I know you're all like, Maria, Maria, wait, wait, <laughs> my, my regular listeners. Okay, so, and the osteopath, while I'm doing these exercises of breathing, I have a moment of very big vulnerability. I have, because see, when, we, we, when we're breathing deeply, we're allowing ourselves to completely be open to the world. And I had a bit of uh, those types of flashbacks. Uh, a thought, no, it was a sensation, but also accompanied with a, a flash of a past situation. And um, I wanted to, I was going to cry, but I didn't want to cry because I was doing the exercises and I was trying to learn them so that I can do them by myself at home. <laughs> so it's like, I, I need to pause for a minute, you know, and... I shared what I, what, I, what I was working towards and, and experiencing. And he said, do you want to take a minute? I said, no, no, it's okay. I want to finish this. Uh, I don't want to talk about it, actually. <laughs> and I didn't want to talk about it with the person. I just said, I'm vulnerable right now. I'm perceiving it as literally being vulnerable to the world in a way that I don't want to. But it makes a lot of sense to me because of what I know has taken place so I knew why the spot and why the breathing so this is how we process emotions obviously not having them released is not quote-unquote positive but it was not the societal moment it wasn't and here's what self-regulation means being able to be your own safe haven secure base this is all this is it's I'm able to be aware in a moment I I do want to have an expression but I'm in a room I'm doing exercises I want to finish my is it is it healthy is it no it's not the healthiest option the reality is no it should have been let me stop pause cry talk but it wasn't going to be satisfactory either meaning I need a safe space to do that 
and this person is a beautiful person and i said i said you're a beautiful person i i consider already a potential friend but you're not a friend you're my osteopath right now and i'm doing an exercise and i really want to finish the exercise so i mean it's more of it's not ideal for me to do this right now plus you got another client coming shortly you know so long story short this is where it wasn't the moment to release that should it be released yes and i said should in this case because our body holds and stores these emotional charges it wanted to come forth because that breath in that moment had it come up. But in order for me, the human being who's holding it, and it's not that it can't come forth with someone. Yes, it can. And I know exactly who those people are. But they would be all people, and there's not that many, actually. And the reality is, <laughs> there's very few. I'm not going to get specific. But it's because of the feeling okay it's not because of um the people when we want to express the essence of our beingness and in this case an emotion such as sadness anger all of them from the felt sense of self of you from an experience that you live to be processed you welcome it you see it you allow it to be in its full beautiful force and glory quote unquote and then you hold it and that's all and you are the adult in the now, I know where you come from. That's it. You're done. <laughs> so Maria can do this all by herself. And I, I find that funny. But you can, we can all do this all by ourselves. But if we're going to do it with someone, it's going to be somebody that you feel safe. And it's not a sense of safety physically, people. It's oneness. Um, you feel that it gets completely seen you get seen as whole. You don't get told you're emotionless. You don't get told you're too emotional. You don't get told shit. You just, you're allowed to just be in that emotion. This is processing. And that's why the good therapist, as pointed out by every person who's went to childhood therapy, they have to hold space for your inner child. So if I don't have a person that can hold space, now some, why wouldn't, I don't want to go to a therapist personally. If I wanted one, I'd go to Daniel Siegel, but he's not available to me. And anyways, you know, this is where I know for me, for example, how to be able to process that and be happy. And, and that's it. And it's called self-regulation, not because I don't have people though, that I can, if I wanted to say, Hey, I want to have a good cry. Come on over. <laughs> okay. Just saying. So you all are going to have a great holiday. You're going to figure out some shit and you're going to get some shit organized and you're going to prove, quote unquote, some shit to you potentially if you have to, but in a grown-up way. And so your community, it's a very clear-cut deal. You're going to have clarity, wholeness, and potentially a safe space to go to. I hope, fingers crossed, that you have that person or the people that you know you can have a good, neutral loving grown-up conversation with because what's most important is we are all the same piece of big big consciousness so the judgment of people doesn't have processing happen okay this is the the people who are safe it's when they see you for your thoughts and emotions the way that you're presenting them they feel you you feel felt i'm present and I attune to you, and you know that, because you look in my eyes, and I look in your eyes, and you'll feel that I can do that moment of release, and I resonate with you, and you resonate with me, and we trust, and we hug, and we're curious, and open, aware, and loving, and so that's the unconditional love of, I have flaws, you got flaws, and life is <laughs> full of unexpected, and full of, you know, full of shit, it's not shit though, it's a rainbow, 
And so, yeah, it's, it's a coming home to yourself. And so within your own body and your own mind, you can be here. And it is a very satisfying experience, people, to be able to be the adult version of yourself. I'm using me as that example. I don't mind being with my own life, not because I don't have people, but because people will get into judging people that I love or situations and they disrupt what is the healing process of a trauma charge, meaning it's not trauma to me because, again, it's just emotion, but it's a charged emotion. So it's released so that it can be out of your system. And so it's called healing and it's called trauma. But again, uh, the word is used too much. So I consider trauma when somebody is holding it in, they, they will also consider their journey traumatic and whatever. If you have a relationship with emotions, you just say it's emotion wanting to be expressed. And today, neurobiology of attachment, neurobiology of trauma shares with us the importance of releasing the emotion. In fact, tears are what allow you to release, um, what is it, the trauma memory. Tears, sweat, and urine. And so it's normal to cry. Sadness also is about connectedness. Anger is about instead correcting and fear is about, um, or wait a minute, what's the other one? Shoot, I forgot it. Yeah, well, anyway, sad, connection, anger, correcting, fear, safety, safety. So that's, we have those three circuits. We also have the one of love or sex, something like that, but we'll get into that in some other time. Long story short, if you're a grown-up, you handle all of that, and it's straightforward, and it feels freeing and good, not, oh my God, I'm dying here. Okay, so that's the, the bit. For all of you, I feel that you are on a good path with your emotional building regulation skills, intuitively speaking. So I feel that you can handle what comes up. As I described, if you have a safe space, somebody who holds that space for your inner child, that's awesome. If you can hold it as a, the adult, that's even more awesome. Of course, it's nice to share with people. I love sharing my emotional plane with those who get it and those who help me to feel felt, and they don't judge anything, and they just allow the moment to be, and there are a handful of people that I do have if I want to share, but on that note, again, learning, it's always because we choose to take the opportunity to unconsciously love each other with flaws and imperfections as grown-ups, and so you self-regulate, and you expand your consciousness as you self-regulate, and as you allow yourself to be your secure base, and to then be yourself with the people that are around you and invest those coins and that time and everything that intuitively speaking brings your heart joy, your mind joy, and then of course the people that lift you up, those who are not going to lift you up, take that as a opportunity, playground, not training ground, playground because you want to build your emotional regulation skills. That's your choice to become equanimous and use your ventral vagal state. Ventral vagal state. Others, they might not want that yet. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.